Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here. This week, we are talking all things universal laws, and I'm going to share four that I have used specifically to help my healing journey and to expedite that process. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to up-level your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story, to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here, and I'm so excited for this week's episode. You probably heard in the intro that we are going to be talking all things universal laws today, and I cannot wait to share them. You guys know that I love spiritual concepts. I love talking about things that just light up my soul, so I cannot wait to dive in. But first, let's talk what am I grateful for today? Well, a lot. I'm grateful for a lot, but I have to say I am grateful for my lifetime membership. I know it sounds corny, but I did actually decide to keep it even though I left working at the spa. And I was thinking about sharing that because I'd said, oh, I'm not going to. I know a lot of you are probably like, Erica, I don't really care, but I'm going to share why. And as you guys know, I work from home and I love my job, but it can be isolating, right? I don't talk to a lot of people. I don't necessarily have a lot of conversations with coworkers regularly. So I really have been enjoying the lifetime membership specifically just to get me out of the house. And since I do a lot of class like fitness classes, it's been a great way for me to pe- meet new people and to just have a sense of community. And so I'm really enjoying that. And you know what? When I was about to cancel it, I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get these yoga classes that I love anymore or these bar classes. And I was like, I'm essentially paying for a yoga studio, a bar studio and a spin studio, as well as just a normal gym all in one. And so I'm going to try to make it work. I'm going to see how it goes for the next like month or two, see if I think it's like worth the cost. But honestly, it's been such a huge benefit in my life. So I'm excited to keep going. And I actually tried a new class today that I really enjoyed, like a barbell strength class. And as you guys know, I have a history of lifting, but I have not lifted in quite a while, um, like heavy. And this wasn't heavy by any means, but it was a lot heavier than what I do in my bar classes. And it was just a fun way to get back into lifting a little bit. I'm not thinking that I want to go back into heavy lifting anytime soon. I know lifting is good for me. I know it's good for the hormones, good for the bone density, all those things, but I just really was so burnt out from it. So I was really excited to try a class today to kind of reignite that fire and maybe lift now a couple times a week. I don't know. We'll see. But that is what I am currently grateful for is the community really that I find at the gym. And then what am I 
loving. So I had an amazing energy healing session with the energy healer that I work with. She's incredible. Her name's Tristan. I'll put her info in the show notes. I also have talked about her before on the podcast. And, you know, as you guys know, I've just been really in this period of transformation, this period of healing, and it's not been easy by any means. And I was just feeling like I really needed to work on my energy a little bit. And so I had an energy healing session with her and it was incredible. My last two sessions I've had with her have also been incredible. So I was not shocked, but I'm just loving working on the mind, body and soul. And so I do a lot of stuff with the mind and the body, but I felt this was just so applicable for that soul level healing. And I have felt so much lighter since I really have felt a bit of a change since. And I know every time I've done an energy healing with her, I felt an amazing difference after. So that's just something I'm currently loving. I'm really grateful to have found her and connected with her. I found her on Instagram and I just loved her content. And then one day I was like, fuck it, I'm going to book a session. And here we are. And it's been so helpful, guys. So if you're feeling like stuck at all in life or in your healing journey or in whatever, I really recommend looking at like Reiki or an energy healer or something along those lines because, you know, she put it really well. So we did a lot of like inner child work. And as you know, I do inner child work with my therapist. I do it in ACA. And she was like, that's a lot of like the mental stuff though. That's mind stuff. She's like, we really need to get to the soul. And we did this really great inner child healing meditation. And I think sometimes we don't realize what's stuck in our body, what energy is stuck in our body. You know that I, I'm a big believer in that movement of energy in that trauma stays in the body, stuff like that. And so it was just really, really powerful to do that meditation with her and to focus on the inner child healing. I desperately needed it. So I'm really grateful for that. And it really was incredible. So that's what I'm loving. I'm loving that I have the ability and the resources to do something like that, to have that at my disposal. And I really think that a lot of things in our life stem from energetic, um, potentially dysfunction, maybe you could call it, or different things getting stuck in the body energy-wise. So I was really, really grateful to have that experience. But now, on the topic of healing, let's share a couple different universal laws that I have used to help expedite my healing journey. So I am referencing the notes I have from my MBA. So just so you guys know, Manifestation Babe Academy, that is what I'm mostly referencing for these. But honestly, guys, I practiced a lot of these laws really without knowing that they were universal laws, okay? But I just know that a lot of people have expressed that they're feeling stuck, that they're feeling like they're in the muck, that they just really are needing help with their healing journey. And this podcast is all about empowering you to live your best life and to live your most fulfilling life and your most aligned life. And universal laws, when you follow them, it can really help bring more clarity to your life. It can really just help speed things up in your life. And honestly, a lot of times we're practicing the universal laws without even realizing it. I'm just giving a name to what they are. So I want to talk about first the law of cause and effect, which is also known as karma. You've probably heard of karma. Many people talk about karma. I'm thinking of um, the Taylor Swift song where she's like, karma is my boyfriend. Do, 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 do. And anyhow, so exactly though, because the law of karma, the law of cause of an effect is really, really crucial in my opinion to the healing journey. Now, I do want to say this really quick. 
I was looking for laws that I thought could really help the healing journey specifically. So this is my interpretation of them. This is not something that my manifestation teacher said, oh, these specifically help healing. This is just things I think that you should think of when you are on a healing path. And I want to talk about each one and why I think that. Okay, so the law of karma, the law of cause and effect. So what does that mean? What is that? It's basically only put out there what you want to receive. We all know karma, what you cut, what you put out comes back. So it's really important to be the kind of human that you want to interact with, right? Now, what does this mean for healing? Well, I don't know about you, but when I'm feeling stuck, when I'm feeling low, when I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like life is just handing me all these storms one after the other after the other, I have to think about, well, what am I putting out into the universe? Because do not get me wrong, I don't think this is a way to shame ourselves or anything like that. I don't think that we're necessarily responsible for all the bad things that happen in our, in our life. I'm also a big believer of soul contracts and soul karma. And so there may be things from lifetimes before this one, right, that is just on your path this lifetime and that really fucking sucks. But there's only so much you can do about it, right? So this law of cause and effect, I think it's really important to make de make decisions that you think will help reflect the reality that you want to create and the world that you want to live in. So again, how does this come to healing? I believe that one of the reasons why my world changed so much and I've been able to add so much positivity in the world is because I decided to put out positivity because I decided to make that change and I decided that I want my reality to look different and it starts with me and it starts with what I'm going to put out into the universe. So I will say some of these laws do have some overlap. Okay, guys. Um, so just be prepared for that. Some of them you're going to be like, why are you seeing this one too? And it's like, well, it's slightly different, but it's also the same concept. And that's again, why? So the cause is the decisions that we make and the actions that we take. And the effect is the results that we get from those actions and from those decisions. And I believe in what Catherine teaches is that the universe is always going to return to you something much bigger than what was given. So if you put out a lot of negative shitty energy, it's going to come back and probably bite you in the ass. But if you put out a lot of good energy and a lot of positivity, that will return to you tenfold. I do believe that. And you may not see it right away. Okay. It may not be like one day you say something nice to something to someone or you do something nice for someone. And then the next day you get 10 bucks. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not that it necessarily works like that, but I am a big believer that if you continue to put out positive things in your life, the positivity will come back to you. The healing will come back to you. But if you are continuing to put out negative shit or to bring down the vibes, that that is not going to be helpful for you in the healing journey. So for me, I really think about something like my sobriety. When I decided to stop drinking and I just I did that for many reasons, but one thing that my therapist said to me was if every time that you got in a car and you drove a car, you got in an accident, would you keep driving? Probably not. And so for me, a lot of you guys know, but if this is the first time you're listening, I am three and a half ish, I guess a bit more than three and a half years sober now. And for me, I wasn't a daily drinker by any means, but I did struggle with binge drinking. And so I just did not have an off switch. Like I would go and I would go fucking hard, right? And so I think when I stopped doing that and when I realized, oh my gosh, I am blacking out so fucking much. Like guys, again, I would not 
drink that often, but it was getting to a point that I would black out nine times out of 10. Like so often I would black out. And even if I wasn't having quote that much, I would black out. And I don't know, I have done some research about trauma and the brain and like why blackouts happen. Um, They do say that sometimes it's like the brain protecting itself. And I definitely use drinking as a coping mechanism, right? So there's a lot of different layers to this, right? So I think when I stopped drinking, one, I stopped having these big moments of being a total piece of shit. So I wasn't putting that energy out into the universe, right? Right. Because those were not my finest moments, like, obviously, obviously. And especially when you're going into it with a negative headspace, even if you don't realize it, it's not putting positive things into the universe. Now, that doesn't mean that's for everyone when they drink. I'm not saying that. A ton of people are able to do it in a healthy way, in a fun way, in a way that's great for them. But it was not for me. And so I had to realize that I no longer wanted to put myself in these situations. And it was in return bringing a lot of pain a lot of sadness, a lot of discomfort, pain for others, pain for myself. It was just not good. It was not a good fucking time, right? And so I think that was one thing that really helped accelerate my healing was going sober, becoming sober. And I really do think that is partially because of the law of karma, because I was not putting out those negative things. I was not letting the universe see like all the bad sides of me, right? Like I was deciding to show up differently and I was deciding to make different actions, right? So the cause is the actions we take. The effect is the results we get. So that is the law of karma. And that is the first one that I think is very, very important in our healing journey because you really want to be mindful of what you're putting out there. And so this next law is very similar but I think it's important. And this is the law of mirrors, also known as the law of correspondence. Correspondence, sorry. So that is basically saying that our physical reality and the things that happen within our physical reality, we can trace that to the root within ourselves. So when something happens in your life, thinking about what in me attracted this? What was, why, what was I meant to learn from this? Why did I experience this? And She put it really well when she was thinking about or when she was explaining the law of mirrors. If you don't like what you see in the mirror, what do you change? Do you change yourself or do you change the reflection? Because we all know you can't change the reflection without changing yourself, right? Ding, 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 ding. So when you're on a healing journey and you're like, I do not like what my reality is, are you going to go focus on other people and what they need to change or are you going to change yourself? What are you going to do? You're going to work on yourself. And I think it's really important to remember that. And remember that, again, how you present yourself is going to be brought back to you or not just present yourself, but how you show up in the world is going to be reflected back to you, in my personal opinion. And so focus on only changing what you can address within yourself, right? Again, I think this is crucial to healing. So this can be something as simple as your health journey. So let's take it very literally. Okay. If I look in the mirror and I don't like what I see, what can I do about it? Maybe I can do a makeup look that makes me feel more confident. Maybe I can eat in a way that makes me feel better in my body. Maybe I can move in a way that makes me feel better in my body. Maybe I can drink more water. Maybe I can cut down on the sweets or the processed foods or whatever. What can I do to change the reflection? Maybe I get a haircut. 
It like it can be big, it can be small, right? But when we think about our healing journey, think about what is it that I need to change in order to see a different version of myself? Because it all starts with us. And I think that is one reason why I really, really, really struggle with the victim mindset. I really fucking struggle with it. Y'all know this. Y'all know I literally cannot fucking stand it. And I cannot stand it because at the end of the day, we can only focus on ourselves and we can only change ourselves. And so I really believe that if you are not taking accountability in your healing journey, you are not going to fucking make much progress. Okay. Because again, I, this is not to say that you need to shame yourself. And I am someone that I have a lot of shame. I have a lot of guilt for things I've done in the past. I'm not proud of who I was, you know, even like five years ago right? Like I'm not proud of that version of Erica. Now I have empathy for that version of Erica. Why? Because I know I drank to cope. I drank to numb. I drank because I did not know how to healthily process my feelings and my emotions. I had a lot of fucking trauma and I had a, I didn't really know how to handle it. And that's not an excuse. I'm not making excuses, right? So if you knew me back then and you're like, yeah, you were a total fucking asshole. I'd be like, when I drank, yeah, probably. I've heard that I was either a great fun fucking time, like life of the party or not so much, not so much. Right. And I didn't like being that person. I did not like being that fucking person. I mean, shit in my sorority, I got the, uh, blackout bandit award. That's not an award you want. That is not, it's not an award you want my friends. Um, because I was blacking out so fucking much and who, no one likes that, like that lack of control. And it wasn't on purpose. It's not like I was like, I'm going to get so drunk that I'm going to black out. Like I didn't know it was fucking happening because I was so fucked in the head and not having the coping skills I needed to focus on fixing the shit that I needed to work on that I was using this negative um, coping tool and coping mechanism. So I needed to change myself. So I'm using sobriety a lot as an example, but think about how can I change myself? How can I show up differently? What do I need to change within myself to change that reality? So let's say, here's another example. Let's look at dating, right? If you want to be in a loving partnership, a loving relationship, are you acting in a way that you would expect from your partner? Because if you're not, why would you get it back? Why would you get it back? If you want someone that is going to be kind and caring and attentive, are you taking the time to be kind and caring and attentive back? Because if you're not, that's going to make it potentially a lot more difficult for you to find a partner that will reciprocate what you are looking for, right? And so again, there are so many different ways that we can apply this concept of the law of mirrors, the law of correspondence. But at the end of the day, the physical reality that you are in can be traced to a root within yourself, okay? And a lot of times we don't like hearing that. We always want to put the blame on other things, other people, other circumstances, you know, fuck the patriarchy, fuck the government, though I stand by fuck the government. You know what I mean? We always want to say like, fuck our parents or fuck this or fuck that. Like they're the problem. Well, maybe they did some things that hurt you. Okay. I totally can understand that. And there's a lot of things we cannot control in this life. Like I'm not saying 
that you created your trauma, that you are why it happened. Like, no, I don't believe that. I think that, again, I think we all have these life paths that we're on and we may have some karma from a previous life, a lesson that we need to learn from a previous lifetime or something. But we're also just given the cards we're dealt, right? But it can really show how I believe that we all get these cards that we're dealt, right? And it's really important how we decide to play those cards, so how we show up. And so think about if you're having a lot of things happen, not necessarily like bad, terrible trauma things, but maybe you're really struggling with finding good friendships or finding a good relationship or struggling with your body image. Well, what within me attracted this? Ask yourself that that question. What am I meant to learn from this? Because I also believe that even though we don't cause our trauma, in my opinion, I do think that sometimes we're meant to learn those lessons. And when you can take that mindset, it also really helps. Again, this is not to downgrade things you've gone through, but I have found it's helpful for me. So I guess I'll speak to that. It is helpful for me. So think about what is unhealed within me that is causing me to feel this way. That's another thing that Catherine said. I really, really liked that. So the next one is the law of polarity, also known as the law of contrast, right? So polarity creates clarity. Let me repeat that. Polarity creates clarity. So we get what we don't want to remind us to get clear on what we do want. It's really important, in my opinion, actually, to have this polarity, to have this duality in our life, right? So I think it's important to appreciate failure, appreciate adversity, appreciate heartache, because it gives you the contrast that you need to appreciate the good moments, the success. And I know that sometimes it can be difficult to remember this, but I kind of take this back to um, when I'm thinking about my healing journey of, okay, so I've had some really fucking low moments. Very, very, very low. I do not wish them upon anyone, right? But these low moments have exponentially helped me to appreciate the good moments. Again, let's use this in context of a relationship. Those shitty relationships that I've been in or the times that I've dated people that don't appreciate me, didn't give a fuck about me, that used me or whatever, you know, insert shitty thing here. When those things happened, it obviously it was it was not ideal, not fun, not a great time. But it also has really helped me appreciate the healthy relationship I'm in now and the and the good things that I have with Kyle. Now again, we're not perfect. No one is perfect, right? But having that polarity, it allows me to appreciate the good that I have now. When I've had money struggles, it allows me to appreciate the abundance. When I've had career struggles, it allows me to appreciate the career successes I have. So nothing, also, I want to say this one thing, nothing has meaning except for the meaning we give it. Okay. So just because we have these polarity moments, we have this contrast moments. One, we need the contrast. The contrast is very, very important. Like how boring would a life be if it's all been like sunshine and rainbows this whole time? And again, you probably wouldn't appreciate it. If you never had the hard things, you would not appreciate the good. And I know that sucks. No one wants the hard. No one wants the difficult. Like, obviously, I get it. I really, really, really do. But it's something to remember. And what I, how I like this when it comes to a healing journey is it reminds me that, you know what? These tough times are going to make my wins even fucking sweeter. And it allows me to 
give them less meaning. So again, this is important. Nothing has meaning except for the meaning that we give it. Okay, nothing has meaning except for the meaning we give it. Pretty much everything is pretty fucking neutral. Okay, so you can take these really difficult moments and create it as so hard, so terrible, so triggering, blah, blah, blah. Or you can give it a new meaning. So here's an example of my life. Trigger warning. Okay, gun violence. Great. Trigger warning, gun violence. So when someone pulled a gun on me, okay, when I was walking my little doggy, when I was walking my dog and someone decided to threaten me and try to steal my shit and pull the gun, um, that was a defining moment. That was a hard moment. That was a difficult moment, right? And I do not wish that moment upon anyone, okay? I do not wish that moment upon anyone. But I no longer assign the meaning to it that it was this horrible, terrible thing that happened to me. Now, objectively, yeah, not great, not ideal. I do not wish it upon other people. But the meaning I now give to it is, well, it was the moment in my life that really, one, made me realize I could fucking die at any time. <laughs> like, it really made me appreciate the life I have and the life I'm living. But also, it really was the catapult for me making different decisions and for me honestly finding my community. So what do I mean that by that? Well, let's like just break it down. When I had that happen, when someone threatened me, I was like, I am never, ever going to feel that defenseless again. And so I joined a Krav Maga gym. And at that Krav Maga gym, I met two women that are now two of my closer friends. And they were really like two of my friends, my first friends here in Arizona, right? So then I got this sense of community, this sense of belonging. I also felt more empowered. I felt safer within my body, within myself, because trauma like that really makes you feel not fucking safe. And it sucks, but it's the reality, okay? Then, so now I don't see it as this terrible moment, right? And I guess, sorry, let me keep going. So then I met these two women. And then one of the women is who was like, you should join Lifetime. And I was like, okay. And so I did. And I worked there for a handful of months, like eight, nine months, met more amazing people, made new friendships, like met more community. And a lot of like my better friends, I would not have even fucking probably crossed paths with if I never had someone pull a gun on me. Okay. Or another thing, um, the night that that happened, I was learning about the moon and moon magic and all that stuff. That program I did, I'd like watch this intro video and I was thinking about doing it. And to be honest, I felt so fucking low after that moment, which makes sense. Cause again, this happened when I was alone as fuck in Arizona. I didn't know anyone. I didn't have friends. It was, it was hard. It was a really hard fucking time. Okay. But I was like, I need something. And learning about the moon and learning how to live in alignment with the moon has been incredible. It has changed my fucking life. Listen to my Why Do I Love the Fucking Moon episode, okay? I love it. And guys, I am going to make a new moon calendar for 2024. So just hang fucking tight. I'm going to probably release it in the next couple months so that you can get it in time for the new year. All right? But that's besides the point. So <laughs> that is besides the point. But anywho, I 
really think it's important to remember this law of polarity that the bad comes in and it helps us appreciate the good. And if we only had good things happen all the time, we would not appreciate them. I appreciate Kyle way more because of the negative experiences I have. I appreciate my friends way more because of the bad friendships I've had. I appreciate my health way more because I've had moments where I've been unhealthy right? And so it's really important. And I think it's important the healing journey because it also helps us to um, shift the meaning of things. And again, this is not to say, especially when it comes to relationships with like individuals and people. So let me give you one more example. And I'm sorry that sometimes I get repetitive, but I need to drive this home for you. And I don't know, maybe you haven't heard other episodes where I've talked about it. I had this big, fucking thing happened um like a year and a half ago and it changed my life and it was really hard and it's one of those times where there was a before and after there was a before and fucking after and nothing has been the same since nothing has been the fucking same since and on one hand that breaks my fucking heart it breaks my heart sorry i'm getting a little emotional on the other hand as hard as that situation was as low as it has made me feel as alone as it has made me feel it is what catapulted me to break out of a codependent relationship i didn't even know i fucking had i did not realize i was codependent with this individual i did not realize how unhealthy some dynamics were i did not realize and I, well, let me say, I, it's not that I didn't realize it. I was starting to see it, but this is, was like the tip of the fucking iceberg where I was like, and I'm done. I'm done. And it is the catapult, like, what are they calling it? The canon moment where I just started to really learn how to trust myself. And if all that shit didn't happen, and of course I wish it didn't happen. Of course I wish it didn't fucking happen. Okay. But it did. And I can't change it. So if I can't change it, what can I fucking learn from it? And I think that is the attitude with a lot of these. Okay. If I can't change it, what can I learn from it? How can it benefit me? How can it help me? Okay. And so it, those moments made me feel so fucking alone and sad. And I'm so thankful for the friends I had, but I really lost this relationship that I had leaned on very, very, very heavily. And I will say though, since I'm not going to say losing that, but since that has shifted, I have had to learn how to trust myself. I've had to dive into my own instinct, my own intuition, and I've had to learn that I am safe within myself. I do not always need to count on other people, focus on other people, that I don't need them, I guess. Like, and that might sound harsh, and it's not meant to sound harsh, okay? It's not meant to sound harsh. So if you know the situation, calm the fuck down. Okay. Calm down. It's not, I'm not trying to talk shit, but it helped me to learn that I don't need to fucking lean on other people that I can make decisions and I can trust myself. I can trust my gut. I don't always need to get a second opinion. And I don't know if I would be at that point yet. And I'm really grateful that I have gotten there. I'm really grateful that I'm standing up for myself more. I'm really grateful that I'm finally fucking choosing myself. I'm grateful for that. Even if it comes with those hard, painful fucking moments and memories, I'm grateful that I'm finally choosing myself. I really am. 
Okay. So this last law that we are going to talk about is the law of transmutation. So that is basically saying with aligned focus, I can transmute and alchemize any energy into anything I fucking want. I just added the fucking, obviously. So basically, this is saying that with aligned focus, when you're living alignment, when you're living in your purpose, when you're living in your authenticity, you can change energy into anything that you want it to be. So I really believe this, but this is basically the concept of high vibration. Living in a high vibrational state is going to consume those low vibes. So high vibes consume low vibes, right? And it's really important to remember to never force your journey upon other people. And now why, what does this have to do with healing? Why am I bringing in this into this episode? Well, like going back to what I was literally just talking about, this big incident that happened, a big part of something I've had to reckon with is that I cannot force other people to heal. I cannot force other people to uh, face their shit, deal with their demons. I cannot force someone to go to therapy. I cannot force someone to go to ACA. I cannot force someone to do the things that maybe have worked for me. Okay. I can't force that upon anyone else. Right. But what I can do is show up in a higher vibrational state and hope that it will translate to other people and hope that my vibes will rub off on them. And I think it's very fucking true, right? So I also believe that with this, when people are trying to pull you down or people don't believe in you or people are trying to suck your energy, they are not going to be able to do that and they're not going to be able to impact you in a negative way. So maybe you have like a small moment and you're like, oh, that doesn't feel good, but it is not going to impact you when you show up with this high vibration because with the law of transmutation, and with aligned focus, you can change that energy into anything you want it to be. So you can have someone maybe come in and like have all these negative vibes and you can just change that within yourself. Obviously you can't change them, but you can change how you perceive it, how you react to it. You can change the energy, right? And I'm a big believer in the collective and the collective energy and the collective mindset and the collective force. So if we show up, in a higher vibrational state, it is going to impact the collective. So the more people that can show up with this high vibrational state that are focusing on having a better energy, a more aligned energy, it is going to help ripple into the world. Like when you throw a stone into the water and you see the ripples out, I believe that's how it works. I really, really do. And so that's why I really want to help so many people start living in alignment and living in their power and living in their authenticity. Because if I do it, you're more likely to. And if I share what's helped me do it, you're more likely to. And if you do, you're more likely to help your friend do it. Or like they'll see how you've changed or they'll see you living in alignment and it will inspire them. So basically you living in alignment, you living in your authenticity, it allows others to heal and it allows others to do the same. And that's this law of transmutation. So again, how does this connect back to the healing journey? How does it help me on the healing journey? Well, one, I really believe that as I have stepped into a higher vibrational state, I have also attracted um, more higher vibrational people into my life. And the and and going back to what I was just saying, the negative energy that I've been getting from other people of their fucking opinions and what they think I should be doing or shouldn't be doing um, doesn't affect me nearly as much. It does not affect me nearly as much because I don't really fucking care. Sorry, and you know who you are.
You know who you are talking shit about the podcast, saying I shouldn't share shit, saying I shouldn't speak my truth. Guess what? I don't care. I don't care. If you don't like it, don't listen. It's really that simple. It's really that fucking simple. Yes, people, I have gotten I have gotten uh, not the greatest feedback and um, I'm showing up anyways. Why? Because it it means something to me and I'm sharing my truth. It's my fucking truth and it's what has helped me. And I share it because just because of this law of transmutation, I share how various modalities have helped me, various mindset shifts have helped me in the hopes that maybe it will help someone else live in their alignment, live in their authority, live in their power. Okay, I want you to get empowered. That's why I named the podcast that. I want to help you get empowered and live a life that you fucking love and are obsessed with. Okay. So those are the four universal laws. Sorry, I kind of went on a tangent, but I'm so grateful to share them with you. I'm so excited to share them with you. But now let us pull a chakra card. This is the deck I use, by the way. It is by Rochelle Charman. I hope I'm saying that right. You might say it, Rachel, but based on the spelling, I'm going to say Rochelle. I'm so sorry um, to the author if that's incorrect. But I have not pulled a card yet. So give me a moment to shuffle and then we will see what we got. We pulled the psychic development card. It is associated to the third eye chakra, which is associated to an amethyst crystal. If you have an amethyst crystal, I highly recommend working with it when you are focusing on psychic development. So this card today is one saying, okay, you may have psychic abilities. You may have psychic gifts. I'm pretty sure everyone does on some way, shape, or form. And there's various ways that you can tap into them. It can be through hearing. It can be through seeing. It can be through feeling. It can be through knowing. There are many, many ways. So this card is a reminder to continue to develop them. Maybe you've already started to work on your psychic abilities, tap into them. Maybe you're like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. That's okay too. So with this card, it is your sign that you need to tap into your psychic abilities or not that you need to, but it is recommended. It will help you. It will assist you. The universe has your back on it. And it could be something as small as starting to trust your intuition. Say you have a, a knowing, you just know things. That's how I tend to tap into my psychic abilities more is my intuition. And it hardly ever steers me wrong, going to be honest. And that's wonderful. So I have been focusing on learning my psychic gifts and trying to develop them more through podcasts, through books. There's a lot of different ways you can do that. So some resources I like are Marianne DeMarco. I love both of her books. She has one called Media Mentor that really is focusing on those psychic gifts. But this is really talking about, okay, you may have psychic abilities. How can you cultivate them? How can you grow in them? So doing activities that allow you to be still and just be in touch with yourself going to be meditation, going to be breath work, mindfulness practices, looking at books, looking at courses, looking at retreats, looking at are there places that you can go to learn more about it. That is also really important, really crucial, and working on opening your third eye. So the third eye is going to help you connect to your psychic abilities. I love my third eye chakra meditations. I love it. If you look up frequencies on YouTube, that is something you could do is be like third eye frequency. And you can play that frequency that can help open it. And maybe just ask the universe for guidance. That is 
a great way to tap into your intuition. Be like, universe, um, what is the best way I could tap into my abilities? Maybe look into, do I need some mentorship? Do I need healing? Do I, what do I need? Do I need to have a healing session with a psychic? What do I need to do? And again, there are psychic abilities look different for every single person. So this is just the universe tapping on the glass, tapping on the window, being like, hey girl, hey guy, you have some psychic abilities. Just want to let you know. Don't forget to cultivate them. We're here for you. We love you. We're going to support you, your guides. We all have your back. So don't forget about us and keep developing them. That's my take on the card today. Again, work on your throat chakra. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode, guys. I am so passionate about the universal laws. I really am. I have, the more I've learned them, the more I realized I used them before I even knew what the fuck they were, right? Like I didn't have a name for any of these up until about six to eight months ago. Okay. So I'm really grateful for you guys. I'm so thankful for this podcast, for this community. You guys mean the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope this was helpful. I know a lot of people liked the last episode I did on universal laws. So if you're liking these more spiritual episodes, please let me know. I'd love to continue sharing my journey, what's helped me. Oh, also another resource is The Balanced Blonde. I love her stuff. The Balanced Blonde, um, Marianne DeMarco, her books are amazing. There's a lot of amazing resources out there. My energy healer, psychic medium, she's amazing. Tristan Browning, I'll put her info in the bio. She's incredible. 10 out of 10 recommend. And I just love you guys all so, so much. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you for taking the time to listen. Do not forget to stay empowered. Bye, guys. See you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.